previously on hey that's the name of the album uh kanye is always right my number 20 is i hate you by SZA. number 19 mr morale 18 18 guess by lucky day <laughs> number 17 2010 by earl sweatshirt earl sweatshirt sweatshirt 16 is headline by coco jones Honestly, I like it when a girl's named Coco. Right? Coco's it's a, a good something, name. Something trustworthy about that. Here we go. Top 15. Peppas by, by West Side Gun featuring Blackstar. Number 14. Open Arms by SZA featuring Travis Scott. Listen to Open Arms if you want to cry, dude. Uh, number 13. Uh, Fun by Nas. Uh, the next one, I'd say. Out of Time by The Weeknd. My number 11. Dreaming of the Past. By Pusha T featuring Kanye West. Stuck in my head. Somehow. And that's just a classic Kanye sample. Yeah. That's I just really Kanye. like when he pulls from like old shit. Yeah. You know? That's now he's just he went too far with his old <laughs> yeah, shit. Yeah, he went to the forties. He's, he's pulling mind comp out. Like <laughs> we're Kanye's gonna drop a single where it's just like a segment of a Hitler speech, and then he's just gonna start dropping bars. I hope not. That's, <laughs> I that's, really that's hope that's not. That's the path he's but going. But we are on that path. We are. We are. That's gonna be my bold take. He's gonna sample Hitler in a single. Holy shit! Uh, number ten, 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 ten. Uh, number 10, Savior. Okay. That's okay. a good one. See, I, I, so I, like, that's why I want to stress. I'm not saying the songs that are going to be above the Savior here are, like, a lot better than Savior because Savior probably is, like, my... F- like, I, I, I don't know if you remember how much I talked about how much I loved Save Here. I'm yeah. pretty sure I made Savior my favorite song on the album on our yeah. last review. It's, uh, oh, it's such a good song. Yeah. Are you happy for me? Bitch, are you happy for me? Smile in my face, but are you happy for me? Yeah. Like, I there's so much about the Kendrick album that just was like everything that I've been feeling and thinking and just like this guy nailed it. And just like every song like just on that album fucking hit me like a ton of bricks. This song hit me because of that amazing hook. The the pre-chorus bridge, the like deceiving the lies I know. Like great pocket. And this amazing. this song, it's in my top ten. It's my number six. Good. It uh it has I mentioned to you this to you off mic. One of the best lines I've ever heard in a song, just like from a fun perspective. Yes. And I pulled it up so I could say it in its entirety. Yes. And it says, oh, well, now I lost it. <laughs> um, okay, here it is. It says, uh, like, when when the beat changes for this line, yeah. I'm just like, okay, it's fucking ready, go, ready, ready to go. He's like, CC, wait a minute, Veneki, c'est la vie. I tell the whole truth from A, a to Z. Z. I tell the whole truth from A to Z. Yeah, that was just great. The first time I heard that, I'm like, did he just fucking say Veneki, c'est la vie? You know what's one of my favorite lines on that song? Right after that, he goes, hello, crackers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's an amazing bar. My favorite line is, is, is Ripper Frills. 
The cat is at the bag. I am not your savior. Yeah. I find yeah. it just as difficult to love thy neighbor. Because so many people put Kendrick on this pedestal. Like, he was just this angel. Well, this... especially with the George Floyd shit that happened. Yeah. Like, even uh, who Tyler referenced it in Call Me If You Get Lost. Yeah. He's like, you got to say something. You got to say this. You got to say, shut the fuck up, bitch. Yeah. And then he gets into it. It's like, that's how white people were acting their, that entire thing. Yep. It's like, you famous black people, what do you think about this? It's like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Like, Tyler said it best. Shut the fuck up. And Kendrick expounded on it. That's yeah. why uh, Tyler loved that album. He was, like, constantly talking about how much he loved yeah. <laughs> Mr. Morale. Well, well, yeah, one I, of my favorite things is like when Tyler's tweeting about other artists shit. Yeah. Like when like Donda real. came out, he's like tweeting these different lyrics he loved and everything. And I'm like, Tyler's like just a fan. Yes. A fan who's also an artist. Fucking love Tyler. Uh, but yeah, Savior is one of my favorite songs of 2022 and one of my favorite songs I've ever heard in my life. So I want to just give it that uh, love. Number nine is Hayden by Division, D-V-S-N. Wow. Uh, I was really looking forward to the Division album because they've done great work on Drake Records and like they are like real, a real R&B group. And this song has a, uh, I've said this a bunch of times, amazing fucking sample. I don't know what the And the subject matter is he's like, the first like two verses are like the girl he used to be with is like trying to like hang out with him and he's like kind of like blowing her off and by like the third verse there's another guy and he's like are like this is my replacement like what like that's not even right like but maybe i'm just hating you know and like that's a that's a really like and the album's called working on my karma and like a lot of it is like kind of critiquing the 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 macho bullshit that we go through in our minds as men Mm -hmm. when certain things are happening with women and like why do we react this way because me and you have both been in that situation where we see our ex-girlfriend with a new nigga and it's like one one was saying i love you to a guy just like two months after we broke up right and it's like what the fuck you're telling that dude you love him when you were just telling me you love me two months ago, but maybe she does. Maybe you being a hater. Maybe I'm just hating. That's what the song's she, like. She, maybe she, I'm she, just hating. But she left that guy so fast too. He was a fucking rebound for me. Yeah. You know. But still, it's, no. it can still be hate. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not hate. I would tell you, check the song out. It's right. really, really dope. Uh, number eight. Number eight. My number eight. Did yeah. you number these? I did number them, but we'll just I, read the number in front. Uh, I'm I sorry, want that you, sounded rude, but I mean, I, I didn't have my I didn't have my phone up. Uh, I want you more than you know by Rory, featuring Drum and Alex Isley. Rory dropped something this year. I thought he was only doing comedy. No, not our Rory. I know, <laughs> different Rory. <laughs> Rory, good for him. What, what if our if our Rory made this song? I would be so yeah. proud of him. Rory dropped an album and it made your top ten. <laughs> no, this is just a single. Right, right, yeah. yeah. But uh, I want you more than you know. Slick R and B song, great vocals. Uh, Rory doesn't actually uh, sing any of that he wrote. He writes the songs and he's like singers. He's like the actual DJ Khaled, what DJ Khaled thinks he is. Um, but yeah, uh, this song is like 
one of those tracks that like are given the man's viewpoint and then the woman's uh viewpoint so drum is like the guy like the rapper that's like uh I only see you certain times. You're acting a little wild, trying to see me while I'm with my girlfriend. Just like a man with his mistress, basically. And then Alex Isley, her singing part is from the mistress's point of view. And she's like, I'll do whatever to see you. Like, uh, she's like, uh, nasty? Because I'm feeling nasty. I remember where you live. Uh, I remember your street. I'm coming over. I'm not asking. I'm doing it, like acting like a crazy woman, which mm-hmm. I've had happen is has happened to me before. Girls have been like, "Oh, I remember where you live. I'm just gonna come over and see if you like." That's that's happened why to me. I'm glad I live with the security implements. Yeah, you. They can't happen to because, you because well, one time a girl did come over, but it was a planned come over. And I go down to the lobby, and she's waiting outside the elevator. Ooh. And she's like, oh, how do you feel about that? I got past your security system. <laughs> and I'm like, honestly, I kind of hate it because I'm paying good rent to have that security system in place, and they're just letting you in. Yeah, I just got in today, too. Yeah. They just let a black dude in, and I was just sitting on the couch. Honestly, what the fuck? Not so good security. That's what I'm saying. Uh, but yeah, this is some really great. Alex Isley's voice is amazing. She, I want you more than you know. It's real fucking crazy. And you go, I uh, I might love you, but you'll never know. Mm-hmm. Good good writing. I, I really enjoyed it. Rory dropped the album. Three singles, no album. Rory needs to drop the album. Yeah, He's, come on, Rory. Get Enough with together. the emotional bullshit. Like, your comedy's funny, but drop the album. <laughs> you know? Like, uh, tell us how you really feel about it. Ooh, spicy. <laughs> I got something about that. <laughs> We're, uh, number seven, uh, When Sparks Fly by Vince Staples. Wow. Uh, you like that song? Did you listen to that song? Yeah. You didn't like it? No. No, I'm kidding. I didn't listen to it. It's a great song. Uh, amazing sample. Uh, the uh, the song is like, uh, I Have the Power by Nas. So Vince is telling, like, kind of rapping like a love song, but it's about, uh, it's coming from the viewpoint of a shooter and the gun. Mm. And it's like, you, but you can interpret it in many different ways. Uh, uh, it's like, a, it's really dreary. Uh, really depressing. If you like walked, if you were walking in like a dark uh, street, and you played this song, it would, you'd be right at home. You know what I mean? It's it's like, Gabe, I'm not homeless, so I, I wouldn't be right at home. I understand. I understand. I've, yeah. I've been homeless before, uh, but uh, it's uh, it's uh, it's uh, it's really tough to describe this song because like there's no hook. It's just this. <laughs> This sample as the hook, he just lets the sample play as the hook. And the first verse, it's him rapping about shooting and how the gun and him are like together. And then the second verse, um, the gun is speaking. Now the shooter has gone away and has gone to prison. And the, sh- the gun is like lonely, not knowing what to do without the owner. And it's just like, it's, it's I, I like I say it's like I got the power I got I gave you power by Nas and I would akin it to I know by Jay Z which is about like heroin and a uh, woman so great 
I didn't love uh, Ramona Park broke my heart. The the new Vince album. I didn't love that record as much as I love the 2021 self titled Vince Staples album. Mm-hmm. But I do think that that song that album has better beats and stronger songwriting. And I, I have a lot of real real uh, real hope and belief in Vince to continue to become like a great artist. And just become just greater than what he is. Because I just think Vince is probably the most underrated rapper in the artist bracket. Because there's people who are just rappers. And there's rappers that are becoming artists. You know? And Vince is slowly becoming like a full-fledged artist. And I really like can't wait to see like what he comes up with in the next few years. But yeah, if you've not heard of When Sparks Fly by Vince Staples, listen to it. Great haunting sample, great beat, amazing story concept, great shit. Uh, number six, right track by Sid, featuring Spino. Quick two minutes, twenty four seconds. Great guitar, uh, amazing singing from Spino and uh, Sid. It's just like a quick, like enjoyable love song. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like, I guess we're on the right track. Pick it up. You know I'm coming right back. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you like and you like that. This is so fun. And then Smino has one of the best bars. He goes, I'm an N-E-R-D about that P for real. Oh, Damn. I wish I came up with that. Yeah. I wish I wrote that bar. But yeah, if you're looking to like have a song on for a girl, but you're not y'all not about to get into it yet, but you just kind of want to like have a fun time with her. So the beginning of my champagne list. Yeah, beginning of the champagne list. Put on right track. It's a dope track. Uh, number five is a song by the greatest artist of our generation. Not the greatest. But I was definitely about to say, you haven't mentioned a single one of his songs yet. One of the greats. This is not from him. What? It's from a her. What? Virgo's Groove by Beyonce. Oh. Is the, I, honestly, I could have put any of the Beyonce songs from that from Renaissance on here. I wanted to put Church Girls on here, which is a great song, where Beyonce utters, drop it like a thotty, drop it like a thotty. I'm like, why is Beyonce drop telling it, me it, to drop, drop it, it like a thotty? But she's telling you to drop it like a thotty. And I kind of was like, all right, I'm going to drop it like a thotty. Church Girls is a great song. I like I like the dynamic of you rocking back and forth crying while listening to SZA and then dropping it like a thotty to Beyonce. <laughs> yeah. The same day. I, it's all the same <laughs> yeah. day. But no, Virgo's Groove is like six minutes of just fucking dancing and fucking grooving and like it goes through many different emotions and that's part of the song all these emotions it's like so it's like powerful fucking dance music yeah and like if you're having a horrible day and you want to dance your night away listen to virgo's groove number four flights booked okay when last did we feel this close together chasing sunsets in california mm-hmm Amazing song. Uh, I feel I was on my way to a, a, a pool party listening to this song. I was getting into some bad things. That's what honestly Nevermind is for. Getting into bad t- things. Bad tings. And, oh. Bad men tings. I don't think it's like that. It's, hey, this what Drake was Wasn't saying. that like Scorpion? What was his reggae album? <laughs> his uh, views. Views, yeah. <laughs> 
Oh, but yeah, Fly's book was in my head for so long, dude. Fly's book just feels like a song that you, uh, I would put this like in the middle of the sexy playlist. You can fuck to the song. It's, it's, it touched me on many, many levels. And I wonder when was the last time we felt this close together? Don't make me wait, baby. It's been forever. Don't take forever. It's been forever. I feel it, Drake. I feel it. Uh, Number three, Grandma's Stove by Freddie Gibbs. Freddie Gibbs album. You should check that out, too. Soul Soul Separately. I've been listening to some of his early stuff. I haven't gotten up he's, to his new stuff. Yet. He really is like one of the most consistent rappers that I don't listen to all the time. I need to listen to more Freddie. I feel like he's gonna be in my twenty three in review. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely no Kanye this year. <laughs> I, I take a blunt to take the pain out, and if I wasn't high, I'd probably blow my brains out. He talks about his dealings with his baby mama on this song, things with his dad. He just really really open about how all this shit makes him feel crazy he needs to smoke a blunt to keep the pain out which again something that gabe understands smoke a lot of weed to get my pain out number two compassion by lucky day two lucky day songs uh this one actually snuck up on me this is not even like one of my favorite songs when i first listened to this album back in may uh but this one compassion is like it's like a song of a man actually asking for compassion from his like lover that he just feels like he's been mistreating him. And like, it's so, he sounds whiny, but not like in an annoying way. You know, he's like, the voice is like, I need some compassion. That's the first part of the song. It's like, he's kind of like sad. And then the second part, he just like gives this spiel about like why he feels a certain way and like how we fight like animals and like, there's nothing working out. And like, but he wants to make it work. Mm-hmm. So like it's uh it's it goes up and down and then like towards the middle like 2 minutes after like 2 minutes into the song it like completely flips into like this back and forth kind of thing. And there's a guy Cheed CH3 eyes Cheed I guess is the feature and like he does like background vocals for Lucky Day and like fills in kind of the spaces that he's not in. I uh, it, it's a very infectious, kind of sad, but kind of at the same time, kind of lovely type of song. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I suggest that song. I think we have the only one song that's going to be the same place. Yeah. Your number one? No. Oh, uh, my number one. I don't think you've heard. So you're telling me you only had one? Honestly, never mind song. Because and I didn't, it wasn't. I, I didn't want to float all of Honestly Nevermind. Right, I know. But to choose only one song and it's not that one? It's Flight's book. Flight's, I know. Flight's book was like... I mean, I, it's in... All right, we'll get to mine after yours. But okay. what's your number one? Uh, Mode in a Minute by Smino featuring Lucky Day and somebody else. But this song works for me. And then, again, this isn't my number one favorite favorite. This is 15 songs that right. I really, really enjoyed and I wanted to talk about. Uh, been on my mind, Mode in a Minute. And wasting time, spend decisions. I'm gonna pick you up. I'm gonna take you down. Yeah, this song is like a. Smino's album was a great like mix of like hip hop and R and B, and that might sound like every other album, but it feels like they're of equal parts. There's not more rapping. There's not more singing. It's just like he raps and then he sings. He raps and he sings. He raps and he sings, and. It's really tough. There's so many different moving parts of this song. It's like kind of the album. There's like so many things going on with it. 
but the central ideas of the songs don't really like get lost but it's like a song about like somebody you've been yearning for and like trying to get with for like a long time oh it sounds like it's right up my alley yeah it's some you would uh, you would really really enjoy it but uh, there's a the last there's a last little part of it where he calls Kroger's and he's asking if they have backwoods and she's like no this is Kroger's and he's like <laughs> all right all right what's your name you sound cute <laughs> it's a good song it's a great album but uh, those are 15 songs that I really loved I could have made a top 20. 63 to 20 I mean yeah I could have made like a 63 I could have been a bunch of songs that I really enjoyed it's a lot of great music yeah Colin can I hear your top 20 yeah I took my top 20 from pretty much my top five albums there were songs i liked like from don fm like the single to take my breath i didn't it's not an honorable mention there were some other singles i listened to and i liked but this top 20 is strictly for my top five albums so it's gonna be a lot of the same artists my honorable mention number 21 hours in silence from her loss her loss yeah it's a great song. I love 21's portion, but the reason it didn't go into the top 20 for me is because I thought Drake's addition to it was pretty weak. Okay. Like, I really liked, if it was just all how 21 was approaching that song, that would have been a really good song and probably in my top 10. Just the stark difference between Drake and 21 in that song took me out of it. I can feel that. There's a yeah. lot of those songs that are like that on that album. Yeah, and that's why we'll get to that later. Um, but number 20 starting off Forgiveless from SZA yeah had the ODB sample great in ODB there. sample oh it was amazing when when that came on I'm like this is fucking hard I could have like, put that or Smoking on my X-Pack is like my song SZA rapping is great yeah and it's like of all the samples to not many people sample ODB he needs to be sampled more. and like that was a good sample uh 19 more M's from Her Loss. Oh, That's okay. a fun song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like, fuck with that one. Yeah. Putting on her skins. Now she thinks she's Kim. You know? <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> like, you know? Uh, <laughs> number 18, Neck and Wrist. Ooh. Number 17 from the same album. Hold on before you go. Missy was our only misdemeanor. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Uh, 17, same album, Scrape It Off. Okay. Another good one. A lot of it's almost dry was a very fun listen for me. Oh yeah. Like it was hard to add only three. I only have three songs on that. I love that album, man. Uh number sixteen, Circo Loco from Her Loss. Okay. It's got the uh one more time sample from Daft Punk. And I felt like that was very good and then what a lot of Drake people said. fucking try to shit on that, but I really like that sample. It was a good sample. Yeah. And then when he came on there, that was also good. Uh, it was good, and it was also good. <laughs> it was good. Uh, you can see where my Double mind good. is right now. <laughs> Double good. Uh, another one from that album, number 15, On Some Bullshit. Oh, uh, on here, it's On BS. On I, hate B- that. I hate that title for I the song. I hate Apple Music. Yeah. Oh, is that an Apple Music thing? I just thought that's what they named it. I think it, on other on all other platforms, I bet it's different. Yeah, so it's on BS. Good song. I thought I you were going to say Spin for you. I was like, that uh, doesn't seem like your style. <laughs> well, I mean... Is it in your top 15? No, because I didn't want too much on there. Good. Um, so that's good. But So these are all kind of in order for me. Okay. And so you can kind of see, like, these songs are all kind of the same. Especially with number 14. 
I have to clean it up because I'm white. I'm that fella. <laughs> I'm that nigga by future. I love that song. It's a good song on that album. I I forgot about the future album. Except for for Nut and uh, Wait For You. And, and then you have Deshaun Watson's favorite song, Massaging Me. Uh, <laughs> good joke. <laughs> Thank you. That uh, is his favorite song, though. Yeah. I know it is. Uh, that one I had to cut just because I wanted to add another one of the Drake songs on there. Yeah. And I'm like, of the three future songs I have on here, Massaging Me's got to get cut. And Love You Better is a good one, too. Yeah. I love that song. Um... So number 13, Let the Smoker Shine the Coop. Let the Smoker Shine the Coop. Everybody with an evil root. That song is fuck. That's a banger. That is. Banger. It's fucking great. But not as great as my number 12, Tie That Binds. Oh. I don't remember Tie That Binds. Oh, yeah. Great album. Yeah. I would say... Honestly, Nevermind is a great album. I don't think Her Loss is a great album. Right. Her Loss had a lot of stupid lines and bars and shit. Yeah. Too long, too. And it's like there was one on the title track. Not title track, but the first track. Rich Flex. Yeah. It's like uh, Yellow Diamonds in My Watch. That shit costs a lot. That is such middle school shit. Like, what the fuck? Why are you saying that? That's how you start the song? Yellow Diamonds in the Watch. This shit costs a lot, you know? <laughs> I don't mean to brag, but I got it costs a lot. You know, that's how it sounds. That, that's Yeah, I got you. Yeah. I uh, definitely so agree. Is, Fuck that shit. This <laughs> is a, Tie That Binds. Okay, yeah. This is a this is an alright one. I really liked it. I think I think it'll come along for you. So number eleven, Downhill. Okay. Great song. Ten is massive. Love it. Honestly, it goes through like between that and another one has been my favorite. Yeah. But when I was ranking these, I realized it wasn't even close. I think it's my top four of this album. Uh, the number nine is Currents. Great. From Honestly Nevermind. Fucking love Currents, man. And then number eight is my favorite song from Future's album, Gold Stacks. I don't remember how that one goes. You don't remember Gold Stacks? Uh, it is. That's on my Hype Me Up playlist. Yeah, okay. Yeah. This, this is a BK man. I was like, okay, I, I remember this one. This is my favorite one on the album. This is a good one, actually. Yeah. Um, this beat is fucking amazing. Right? <laughs> uh, so then, number seven is Liability. Uh, honestly, never mind. You put you putting words together like you playing Scrabble on me. Right? Ooh! Like, what the fuck? When that came out, I'm like, holy shit, he's right. Fuck. Changing for you, changing for you. Ugh. Woo. I number, love that song. Yeah, number six, Savior, Mr. Morale. Amazing. As we know, Gabe yeah. loves that song. Uh, number five, A Keeper. Uh, Honestly, never mind. Why would I keep you around? I found a new muse. That's yeah. bad news for you. Yeah. Oh, how many times have I looked at my ex-girl like that? Yeah, I've just been, I've been feeling, I, as you can tell, I've been yeah. feeling, honestly, never mind. I have a lot to say about that album. Yeah. That um, was a decision. Na, 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 na. Oh, God, I fucking love these songs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like, I feel like my top 20, and with the honorable mention, would make a great playlist. Yeah. Like, uh, for Die Hard from uh, Mr. Morale. Yes. I hope I'm not too late. Set my demons straight. Yeah. Ugh. Good song. 
Great song, man. The number three, you had it low on yours, but you said you weren't ranking them really. Yeah. It's Mr. Morale. Yeah. From I'm, Mr. Morale. Amazing song. I wasn't ranking them because that song is amazing to me. I love Mr. Like that's one of my favorite. It's one of my favorite Kendrick songs in general. I I really really love that song and the way it sounds, the message, just the way it's it's everything I wanted Black Skinhead to be. And I like Black Skinhead, but I think Mr. Morale showed that song what it could like. That that song needed a little bit more color. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. The number two, flights booked. Honestly, never mind. When's the last time we felt this way together? Ugh. You and know how much I love that song. Yeah, but you know what? It's not as good as my number one song. Mm-hmm. And Gabe, when I tell you the emotions I feel when I hear this song, I'm getting choked up thinking about it. Texaco Green. Texaco Green, it hits a little different, don't it? If a song starts off by saying, if I come around you, can I, I be myself? myself. Like, if what? If I was in your shoes, I'd hate myself. Yeah, man. God. Like, this song, all Texaco of it. Texaco Green is fuck. You're dealing with me rough. And I like too much. We yeah. can do it this time. What? Who hasn't? You yourself have said that to... A girl and a girl has said that to you when you've been with on and off we can make it work this time we yeah. always think it can it, it doesn't it's uh, and drake knows how to get in that pocket and tell those stories that we have gone through and texo yeah. green i think and a lot on honestly never mind he talks about these things in such like in some of the best ways he's done in a long time like this song makes me think about three different women in the three different stages of the song. Like, I'm looking at it now, and I'm like, okay, the beginning, it's one girl, like, my most recent ex. Yeah. Uh, Because I know, I know she misses the days when I was gripping on it. (sighs) No, you missed the days when I was gripping on it. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Um, Then there's dodging girls on the scene and girls from my dreams. Well, don't want to make something from nothing. That's where I'd be. We'll keep getting nothing for something. How's that, that fair, fair to me? To me? Ooh, talk like, that shit, Drizzy. Oh, yeah, what the talk fuck? Talk that shit, Drizzy. And then at the end, this is probably my most current thing. This is probably about. Yeah. Uh, just because, you know, we go through the talk to each other, stop oh, yeah. talking to each other for a bit type thing where it's. Uh, the I moved on so long ago, and then he goes so long ago, I can't even remember when we lost each other. Was it last year, this year, or some other? The entire song spoke to me. I've never oh, had yeah. an entire song. It's always like the verse or the ending or the bridge. or The, the whole song is relatable as fuck, The man. whole song. Super relatable. That's Text- why it's my number one. I like that. Yeah. Texo Green is an amazing song, man. Yeah. It's great. All right. Let's wrap this up. Let's do albums. Here we go. Honorable mention for me, 10 by West Side Gun. Okay. All right. Uh, I only put it as an honorable mention because it's a great rap album. And like I said, he does, you know, there's Peppas with Black Star. There's a great song with uh, Shootouts to Soho with ASAP Rocky. Awesome song. Uh, he even has a song with uh, Busta Rhymes and Raekwon. It's like, oh, just... That whole album brings a whole old school New York feel, and it's just kind of insane to see Westside and everybody from um, Griselda continuously drop year after year after year after year, and the quality not go down. 
like honestly Griselda Loki is probably the best rap collective right now just based off of the quality of their music every release it works mm-hmm. they haven't slowed down and it's not like seven tracks it's like 16 15 tracks on like yearly releases and they're not losing steam so there's hats off to them uh and this album didn't make my honorable mentions because it came out uh so early but i want to give a shout out to conway's god don't make mistakes also really great album came out really early in the year so it kind of you know those are hard to kind of keep up with but i would suggest that album too really easy stuff to listen to uh number 10 Heroes and Villains by Metro Boomin. Really? Yeah. Before the SZA album had me in a chokehold, this album had me in a chokehold. All the beats are atmospheric as fuck. Everything has like a point to it. And because usually you're like, oh, that's a great beat on somebody's album. You know, a lot of times the artist didn't make the beat. The beats are amazing. Probably the best part of the album. The guy who made the album is the beat maker. So well, I mean, I like on more M's. It starts with Metro. Metro. Oh <laughs> uh, man, future great songs on this album. Uh, Twenty One Savage goes crazy on this album. Like I said, Travis Scott has been killing features, man. Raindrops with I've him. I've always felt like he was a better feature. Me too. Than like an f- album guy. I yeah. think he's better on other people's songs I don't, or singles. His singles are cool. I me. hated uh, Astro World. Yeah, it's, it's not for me, man. It's not even Sicko Mode. Everyone's like going crazy about Sicko Mode. I do Sicko think Mode. Sicko Mode's a dope rap track, but it kind of got pole jocked into yeah. into greatness. Which I don't get. No. no. But he does. He has a song on there, Raindrops, uh, Niagara Falls. He has a song on there. Travis kills those songs. Everybody shows up on this album. Everybody's killing it. I wish there was more variety with the artists that Metro worked with. But other than that, I think Heroes and Villains is one of the easiest albums to listen to. You could just, it's like an hour, and when you're done with it, you're like, damn, that, that was easy. Like, and you were just grooving and enjoying these different crazy sounds. Uh, and I, it's like I knew these albums came out, but I've just been focused on my pain. Yeah. And like just getting lost and honestly <laughs> never mind and her loss where I just don't want to listen to anything else right now. I I, I, I I recommend this album. Okay. Heroes and Villains, really, really good stuff. Uh number nine, uh King's Disease Three. Now I was not I was happy we I we expanded this to ten albums because I really did wanna put King's Disease on here because this is seventeen tracks of a guy who's been making music since before either of us were born and he still has figured out a way to stay relevant and become we have we now really need to and i'm gonna talk about this with push too we have these greats and like i know people say Nas is one of the greatest but i i feel like he still doesn't get enough respect no i feel like he's kind of lost in people's minds yeah they think about like all of his early shit and that's it they yeah don't, they don't and like it's not it's really not fair yeah king's disease three the last king's disease king's disease king's disease one and magic he's released four albums in the span of like three years and these records are fucking amazing they stand up with his best work they mm-hmm. really really do 17 tracks no features this far in your career 
and almost every song really, really slaps. Mm-hmm. That's hard to fucking do. Not for a goat. Not for a goat. Great album, King's Disease Three. Number eight, it's almost dry. First, one of the first albums, like I said, first albums this year that got me in a chokehold, man. Dreaming of the past, let the smokers uh, shine the coop, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, open air, selling cocaine in the open air. Oh, it, oh. Bit, even bit. even that song, uh, I hated it. I can't think of the name, but it had the weirdest flow and the weirdest beat. And then this it he was our on only misdemeanor. Naked wrist, great song. Let me look it up. Uh, Call my bluff. Call everything you need to be addressed. I hated it at first, but then it really grew on it me. It grows on you. He got a real slick Rick vibe on that song, yeah. man. It's fucking slick. I love I that song I will say, so though, much. I think my least favorite song on there were the two singles. It's not that I hated them, but it's like, uh, well, I guess it's only one single. The other one is from a different album. It's Diet Coke. Diet Coke? Yeah. Oh. Like, when the single came out, I wasn't really feeling it. I understand. And then there was that other one that was on somebody else's album. Uh, hear me clearly. Yeah, that's yeah. Another hear one. me clearly is the one that I'm not too in love with. Yeah, but I think I think it's almost dry. It's almost. I wouldn't say it's. Okay, whatever. I don't, I don't even want to be comparing it to Daytona and, and King Push. I will. But <laughs> no. I want to just say that after it's almost dry, there's no way I there's no way you can't put Pusha T in the top ten. Oh no! Yeah, because listen. The last three albums, amazing. And then you add in the clip shit, this guy is almost never, ever missed. Mm-hmm. It's almost, it's insane his his ability to stay relevant and stay, like him and Nas, two, two guys who I think when it comes to like pop, pop rap, people will overlook because they don't go out to make that kind of stuff. But when you really know and know how great people are, you can't, you can't say that these aren't, Two of the greatest to ever do it. Right. And they dropped amazing albums last year. Right. Uh, my number seven is uh, Soul Sold Separately by Freddie Gibbs. That's a, I like the name for that. It's a really cool name, right? Yeah. Uh, I'm not a ginormous Gibbs fan. It's just a lot of stuff he... It's funny because a lot of stuff that he'd been doing in 2021, he was beefing with Jim Jones, beefing with Benny the Butcher, getting jumped. Benny the Butcher is another one I have to listen to. People oh, he's keep, awesome. People keep recommending him. He's fucking great. He yeah. dropped an album last year, too, that was really good, too. Uh, Tana Talk 4. Really, oh, yeah. really good shit. Now, uh, am I out of pocket to say, I'm not comparing the two, uh, but like some of what I hear from Freddie Gibbs sounds a little bit like he's very influenced by Tupac. Oh, yeah. And a lot of oh, the yeah. flow and, like, the word choice is very Tupac-ish. Yeah. You're not far off from Okay. That. He's, he's a lot like... He, he has the same kind of aura as Tupac when it comes yeah. to it. I would say so. Um, but I think Freddie just kind of... This album, a lot of people don't love as much as his other stuff because they're produced by, like, Alchemist and Mad Lib, so there's, like, that streamlined kind of feeling and sequencing. This was, like, made by, like, a bunch of other producers, which... I guess for me, because I don't listen to a lot of his stuff, to me, I liked that mm-hmm. because it sounded like kind of like an old school rap album where he like really was trying to make a good pop hip hop gangsta album. 
and I think you can do that better by going to different types of producers. And I kind of think that's kind of like how somebody like Big and Pac would do. And so there's different elements on this one. There's Grandma's Stove, I said I really like. Uh, there's a song, oh, really, really good song, Gold Rings with him and Push. Super great. I'm going to keep knock, knock, knock until I, that. Oh, oh, amazing fucking song. Uh, yeah, Soul Soul separately has uh, some of my favorite rap lyrics and like some of my favorite rap bars this year, honestly. And a lot of the shit that he addresses is really personal. And I thought he was going to talk about the beefs and stuff. Doesn't address any of the beef, really. He just kind of makes great, dope records and a really solid rap album. Nice. I definitely tell people, listen to Soul Soul separately. One of the best albums of last year. Uh, number six. And we've been talking about this album, and I finally just need to just talk It's only about your number it. six? Yeah. All right. That's fair. I mean, you did listen to way more albums than I did. I only listened to eight albums. <laughs> Honestly, never mind's my number six. Okay. When this first was announced, I was like, I was, I was fresh off the heels of CLB, which I thought. I liked you, songs on there, but yeah. I didn't like the album. If you take, you know? if you, I felt like there was like a good. I always talk about views. If you take like five or six songs off of views, you have a great album. You need to take like 10 tracks off of CLB to get a great album. Yeah, but CLB is kind of what got me back into Drake. Yeah. Because it's like I was kind of like off him. I never really liked his older shit. I liked his singles from the newer shit. And then CLB came out and it was like that fun that I was looking for and like some singles and shit. Yeah. And then honestly, Nevermind dropped. And Perfect. And I'm just like this kind of sucks. What the fuck is this for like a month? <laughs> and well, it's because when it was clay, the first thing he said to me, cause he really likes Drake. So he listened to it right away. He's like, this album's kind of trash. It, it sounds like house music. So I listened to it and I'm like, I like that house aspect. And I didn't listen, listen to it. When we were getting ready for Matt's wedding, it was the morning of, and they're like, let's put on some music. And I'm like, oh, Drake just released a new album. <laughs> so I put it on without really listening to it. Yeah. And I'm listening to it as I'm like ironing my shirt, tying my tie. And I'm like, oh, this is kind of sad. Why am I playing this before Matt gets married? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, this is a, yeah. a downer album. Yeah. And then like after that trip, I just started to listen to it more. And I'm like, oh, this is a really good album, in my opinion. Yeah. I my opinion too i really like it well, number uh, six it's um <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah i i was listening to this album and i was waiting for a girl to come over that didn't come over dude i hate that and so like i wasn't really like paying attention to the album mm -hmm. and then everybody was like it's the worst thing ever and i was like eh, i'm just kind of in between on it sometimes you just have to let it grow on you because yep. you have expectations when you know someone's going to release something and if it doesn't live up to your expectations, you just cast it aside. But if you like stick with it and you give it some listen throughs. Yes. That's why I keep telling my cousin about this album. Yeah. Let's just give it some more listens. Like I first I thought Falling Back had a horrible falsetto and I just was like I would listen to it just to be like, This is so dumb and then like he started some of the, the started to kinda of grow on me and the I kinda of was looking past the falsetto and was like, Let me just hear what he's saying. A lot of the lyrics resonated with me and then i started listening to flight's book and i was like damn i really 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 love this song and i started listening to overdrive and i'm like damn overdrive is really good and just like slowly but surely uncovering this sad album this album about like that really is like 
after every song, I'm like, you know, I would. Uh, that is the sentiment of honestly, never mind. You know, you have all these pent up feelings and you get it out, and then you're just like, eh, never mind. Yeah, the the song that triggered the downpour was Texaco Green. Texaco Green, it's a little different, don't it? And it's like, at that time, like somebody did. Well, their text didn't go green, but it's like they might as well have. Yeah. And it's like, oh, I get it. Like, <laughs> I, get, <laughs> I get, I got you. I got it. Message loud and clear. Yeah. I know everybody wants to shit on this album. Everybody wants to say it's the worst Drake album. It's not. No, it's not the worst Drake album. I tell you, there's some bad ones. Yeah, I don't think this is it. I no. think this is. I think, and the reason this is my thing. I don't think her loss is that great because. Drake is back on the rapping over trap beats, trying to sound like a tough guy. Um, and I'm kind of over it. That's my thing with Drake. I'm over the... I want more shit like Honestly Nevermind. I want I want him to be more strictly R&B. I think... Yeah, like more emotional shit. More emotional you know? shit is his bag. I think I believe that more, especially after the Pusha T's shit. After the Pusha T's shit, I don't want you to be on trying to snarl on raps. And that's kind of why I like soured on Drake for a bit, because I never took him as the tough guy. I took him as the kid with a lawyer as a dad that just felt like he could do whatever he wanted. I want more sad school. shit. I want. I don't want to hear you talk about how you only met up with Kanye because of Jay Prince. Like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Like, beef with Kanye or, or be friends with him. Stop trying to... Stop flip-flopping. I don't give a shit anymore. You, you know, know I mean? he only released that fucking shit because of the new Kanye allegations. Yeah. Well, like, not allegations, Oh, but. now it's cool to diss Kanye. Only try to do because it's Jay Prince. Nigga, yeah. shut the fuck up. Yeah, no. But back to honestly, never mind. I think it's one of Drake's best projects, honestly, and I think it's obviously one of the best projects of last year. I love this album. I think it. It. I'm gonna go home and listen to the slowed version of Flight's book because I enjoy it so much. Yeah. <laughs> uh, number five, The Renaissance. Renaissance by Beyonce. This album had me in a chokehold. I don't like Beyonce like that. I'm not a big Beyonce fan. But this album is sexual, empowering, dance-worthy, super amazing instrumentals. Uh, her voice is on point. I drop it like a thotty for her. Um, I just, you know, when Break My Soul came out, I was like, this is really dope. This is really, like, empowering and, like strong and uplifting and like the whole album is and then that song in the album break my soul the album makes break my soul better makes the single better which is hard to do sometimes you're just waiting to hear the single but i'm not like it just falls it, it falls into place it's like this woman has been we 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 kind of forget how long beyonce's been in the public eye but she's been in this business for a good almost 30 years now and she still finds a way to be super sexy super strong super vulnerable and just super relatable even for a woman of her stature she i knows mean i feel like she's been better since lemonade oh yeah she i never really liked her before lemonade really it was mainly because i'm not like a poppy guy yeah and she just always felt like, oh, just another artist that's uh, not my style. But then Lemonade came out, and I'm like, 
Well, she had something to talk so, about. Yeah. It's like, I feel you. Yeah, I think that's, I think, I don't know. I hate to say, like, bad things happening to people makes their art better, but it does. Well, I mean. It just does. It just helps. It you does. know, <laughs> 808s is a result of that. Dark Twisted Fantasy is a yep. result of that. Everything Kurt Cobain ever did. Even yeah. all the heroin helped out. Well, not not all of it. You well, know. the drugs helped the Red Hot Chili Peppers too. That too. Drugs helped Marvin Gaye. Yeah. The um, Vietnam War made what's going on good. If there was no Vietnam War, would what's going on really happen? You know. Well, it would probably be a different event. You know, instead of coming back from a war, maybe he's getting out of prison. Yeah. That was an element of the Mafia video game. It's like, uh, I think it was Mafia 2. You go to prison, and you're in the 50s. The game is set in the 50s, and yeah. then you come out, and it's the 70s. Ooh. And it's a stark change, so it's kind of crazy. Shout out to the Mafia games. Those are yeah. good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but Renaissance, I really, I really hope you... I, that was another one that we could review, because there's a song called Summer Renaissance. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, All Up In Your Mind's a great song. Uh, it's a really super, super... There's so many different pockets that she goes into. It's not just even like... It's a dance album, but there's so many R&B elements, obviously, and great pop elements. Uh, just It makes me feel like I have power listening to it. Yeah. And I'm a man, and she's speaking from a woman's point of view, but it's so universal. We all have a little bit of a... <laughs> in us. Right, man. You are right. Yeah. Okay, my number four is uh, Love for Rent by Smino. Uh, this is another one that snuck up on me. So I was really, really... Actually, I wasn't... Not really snuck up on me. I've been... Smino was on uh, Candy Drip by Lucky Day. He's on the Sid album, like I mentioned, on Right Track. Uh, he's on something else. But he's been featured on so many songs that I liked. And I was like really afraid to listen to his album because usually when people are great features sometimes their albums aren't that good they're solo projects but this album has a pro freak a great song uh more than a minute like i said uh garden lady a great great song uh there's a another song but there's so much of this album that's like super hip-hop, super R&B. There's so many mixtures and so many different sounds coming towards you. But it all sounds beautiful. And it all sounds sad and strong at the same time. You know, there's a song where he's like talking about how he knows he'll be loved when he's not around. And the song is... He's like, I'll be love when I'm not around. And it's so sad, but it's also a really like upbeat song because there's like happiness in that, that the, at some point people will care, you know, even if you aren't there for it. Yeah. You know, really deep shit on this album. That's like love for rent is such a good like. That's what we're all doing. We're just renting love, no matter how long it lasts. It's just, it's not going to last forever. So renting it, really. Yeah, you and know? dating is when you're looking to move and you have to go do an open house. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like that. That's yeah. a, it's a good way of uh, looking at it. Yeah. So what's your number three? Number three is Candy Drip by mm -hmm. Lucky Day. Now, I feel kind of bad for putting the Lucky Day album over the Smino album, but I did fall in love with the Lucky Day album before the Smino album, so it has to go before. Um, but Lucky Day album is kind of different. 
where the Speedo album is like really introspective and like uh, kind of has some party elements to it. This Mino, this uh, Lucky Day record, is all about like heartbreak and sex mm-hmm. and like the flip flop between it. There's song fucking sound, uh, super sexy song. A lot of songs like that that are like that song and like guess are like really raunchy sexual songs. And then you get songs like Over, which are like, which is like a song about like a girl constantly hitting him up that told him it was over, but she's flip flopping. But him not giving a shit because it's like sex is bomb. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Which we've all been in that situation. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Lucky Day, great vocals. He's a great singer. He comes from church. And there's like songs that are very like godly. Compassion's kind of like one of those songs. Like I was talking about compassion and fucking sound. These kind of really sexual songs, but that could be repurposed as gospel songs if they were written differently. Mm-hmm. So like he has he comes from a different he comes with a different kind of perspective with this album. It's very sexual, very tender, but also very vulnerable too. Damn. If that's what you think about your number three, what do you think about your number two? What is my number two? Oh I know what my number two is. It's the album I was telling you about that's had me in a chokehold for the last month. Oh, her loss? SOS. Oh yeah. Save our souls, save our SZA. Open arms, amazing. I love song. her album cover. Oh, the uh, just although by. I could do without the uh, St. Louis Blues jersey she's wearing. Oh, look at but you! But at the same time, it's dope that she's just chilling in a hockey jersey. One of my favorite things about SOS is that it's not amazing from beginning to end. Right. I feel like it's a good shuffle album. It's like uh, first few records are like good, and then you get to like low. And I feel like low is the point. It's like, keep it on the low ski. I'm the lowest of the lowest. <laughs> and like, it's great. And then like, it kind of chills out for a little bit. And then it gets to like the Phoebe Bridges song where it just is like open and like strong. Like there's like pockets. And then she waits towards the end of the album to put the songs that were singles or the songs you probably have already heard. So, like, it's this weird, weird, weird way of, like, sequencing. But I like the way that this album is sequenced and told. It's not immediately amazing off the bat. It waits to be amazing. It is amazing in pockets. And then it gets to a point where it's just only amazing. You know what I mean? That last stretch of songs. I would say from uh, too late to the end of the album, it just is amazing. I can just name Too Late's amazing song. I Hate You, great song. Good Days. You, If she cut all the songs and it was only Too Late to Forgive Listeners and it was just a seven-track EP, I would have loved this album still. But you have the great songs like Snooze, uh, fucking just everything. I love SOS. It's such a... So vulnerable. The, the vulnerability of this album is fucking insane to me how much she puts out in the songs and how much i know that it's real feelings because of the way she fucking is singing and the production value like listening i have forgiveness on right now and it's like the rawness of the audio mixing and everything yeah like it sounds staticky Yep. and all that it's it, like a it's got because you know odb on it it has that same feeling the it's it's like it's a it's a new york song honestly it's an ny hip-hop song she goes she does hip-hop on this album great r&b she even gets in the white girl pop pocket 
You know what yeah, I mean? Well, this is more reggae for me. Like, this is like, like her flow and vibe on this is definitely reggae more than just like New York rap. She gets to sing into. Yeah. Smoking on my X Pack, great song. Like, this is one of the. She wait, made us wait five years for this album. It was worth the wait. Yeah. Now if you're going to give me 23 songs and me not hate it, what do you think is my number one? Uh, honestly. Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. You are correct. Uh, yeah. I had to put this as my number one. Yeah. You remember how much I was in love with this you album. You wanted to kill me because I wasn't feeling it as much Yeah, as... how could you not? Because I like Damn better. I'm sorry. I just think Damn's a better album. Uh, Damn course, has... Of course you do. Damn had more songs that you could just pull out and different vibes throughout. I knew that this was one of my favorite Kendrick records because white dudes weren't going crazy about it. Oh, yeah. And I was like, he made an album it's, for the niggas that wasn't pandering to white people like I thought uh, To Pimp a Butterfly was. Yeah, and see, I hated To Pimp a Butterfly. And, like, I, we talked about it. We both don't yeah. like that album. <laughs> I, uh, I liked... The thing I liked about Damn more than this... Honestly, maybe I'm just not giving enough of a vibe listen because it's too real at points, you know? Yeah. So it's just like... That's why I liked it so much. It's like... Yeah, because I liked... I really liked the different feelings you get in Damn. Yeah. Because it kind of does feel like two albums put together like everyone thought was going to happen. Yeah. Like with Damn and Nation. <laughs> um, Sorry, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, I don't hate the album. I still yeah. think it's a, I think it's after Damn in the listing. It's above Good Kid, Mad City for me. Okay. But not just, my number one. I don't even know. I mean, you guys heard the review. If you've listened, if you're listening to this still, um, you've heard the review. How much I love Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. I just yeah, felt I, like great vulnerability, amazing cinematic way of looking at things as Kendrick did. And just like it came at the right time for me, like yeah. this black man that's just, you know, all these expectations, these ideas of who Kendrick is, he just like kind of wanted to kill. And I think he did a really good job of killing that idea of who he was and presenting who he actually is, faults and all, you know? And he wasn't afraid of his faults on this album, not afraid to confront things about himself that needed to be confronted and confess things about himself that needed to be confessed. And about him and his family, his wife, his children, his uh, auntie that used to be a man, you know, stuff like that. Like things that the black community wouldn't usually talk about and the, or niggas would never rap about. He does on this album. Mm -hmm. So I think I just think it's I think we're we, we haven't really felt the effects of this album yet. I think in the next five years, people are going to talk about Mr. Morale, the Big Steppers is like a landmark. I record. will say him adding the song, which is just him fighting with his woman. That's yeah. a great ad. Yeah, for that was crazy. That was immediately one of my favorite songs when I heard it. Because yeah. I'm like, oh, this is real and raw. Yeah. And it's like, fuck. Love it. No, and I can see why people hate it because they're stupid. <laughs> kind of, yeah. yeah. That's, that's, uh, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> okay, um, you give me your, you give yeah, me your albums, Yeah, so as buddy. we're approaching two and a half hours on this episode. I'm sorry. I'll keep it short and simple. I only listened to eight different albums. So here's the ranking in order. Eight through one. Number eight, Donda 2. <laughs> <laughs> Sucked. I'm sorry. <laughs> Hated it. Uh, number seven, Don FM. You know, it wasn't my vibe. I enjoyed it the first listen through, but then I just had no desire to play it again. You know? So, sorry, 
weekend, but it's Sunday and the weekend's over. Um, fuck him. Number six. He took my album title, so fuck him. Yeah, which is going to be on season three. Yep. So get ready for that. Um, for that number man. six. I like the album, but it didn't have a hold on me as much as it did you, because I like the stuff I heard earlier in the year a little bit more than that. SOS. Okay. Uh, number five, It's Almost Dry. Good album. Can't complain about that. Number four, I Never Liked You. This is the first album I related to of the year. By the future man? Yeah. The man of the future. Future, future more like past now. But <laughs> hey. Damn. Um, then number three, just because I only listen to eight albums, I don't think it's a number three album overall. Her Loss. Okay. You know, decent. Has some decent songs. Yeah. It works well in the playlist. I think that album is sequenced really well, too. Yeah, it, it works in that playlist I created where it's just, honestly, never mind, combined with Her Loss. It works great in that. I don't really seek out songs from Her Loss as much. Yeah. I just put it on shuffle and I go, you know. Uh, number two, Mr. Morale okay. and the Big Steppers. Number one, honestly, never mind. I love that honestly never minds your number one album. It, it has to go Texco Green, my number one song. Honestly never mind my number one album of the year. Alright. Yeah. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Just because I, I relate way more to it than I do Mr. Morale. Yeah. Gotta figure out an excuse to review in depth, honestly never mind. I don't know, maybe I already did with my review. I maybe. think you talked enough about everything in your review. Whatever. Cave, it is almost midnight. <laughs> we started recording at 9.30. I'm sorry. It's not your fault. There's a lot to cover. There was a lot to cover. We did get too ambitious. <laughs> we made it too ambitious. I had fun, though. Oh, yeah, I had fun, too. But will our listeners have fun? If you uh, Or how many times are they going to say, two and a half hours... These fellas are crazy. I ain't listening to this shit. Fuck them. Sorry, Joel. <laughs> no, knowing Joel, he listened to the whole thing. Or not. He led the charge of the two and a half hours. Fuck these dudes. Let's hope not. Let's hope so. Should we start beef with Joel? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Honestly, never mind about this. I'm done. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, her loss, dude. It, it is her loss, you yeah. know? So whatever. I'll go into my own renaissance. All right. Look at Mr. Morale over there. Let's have a good 2023. Yeah. And if not, just throw out an SOS. Goodbye, everyone. Pay your taxes. Shake hands with people with nice hands. Kiss your babies. Um, Vote. With with reason. Vote or die. Ride or die. Vote or die. Ride or die. Yeah. Fuck the mother niggas because I'm down for my niggas. Um, So that's it? Yeah, that's it. Bye, everyone. See you later. Okay.